Talking Single is a podcast featuring three strong women raised between Lagos and London, but we all live in London. We talk about life, love and everything in between, challenging stereotypes and questioning what it means to be a woman navigating life today. Our podcast is called Talking Single simply because it's what we do and who we are. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. And welcome to another episode of the Talking Single podcast, where we talk about life, love, and everything in between. I'm Rebe, and with me as usual are my girls, Crystal. Hey, Crystal. Hey. Hey, everyone. And Keisha. Hey, Keisha. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, ladies. (laughs) So before we get started with today's conversation, we have a few shout outs. First of all, we'd like to thank you, our lovely listeners and followers, those who have been with us from the start, and those who joined us along the way. Thanks to you guys, we now have over 200 followers on Instagram and counting. Whoop, 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 indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Our episodes have been downloaded over 200 times around the world, from right here in the UK to India, Singapore, Colombia, South Africa, and even down under in Australia. That is just wow. awesome to us, isn't it? So cool. Yeah. We're, we're international ladies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's really amazing. And um, on the socials, we've got a really great podcast community who you know, follow you, they're there for you. But um, I want to shout out um, to a few of my favourites, a few of our favourites. Yeah. And the first is um, Bring the Mio podcast. Um, They're our favourites. They Mm -hmm. love us. We love them. We love them right back Mm -hmm. because they're always shouting us out and sending us messages about how they like our podcast so they actually listen to it and i especially love um their podcast so they're four friends and like us they talk about uncomfortable topics and push boundaries they talk about life they talk about love they talk about sex yeah. Um, my favorite episodes are two, eight, and nine. So go check them out. You can follow them on Instagram. Um, their handle is Bring the Meal, and you can give them reviews as well. They're amazing. And then the second person I want to shout out not a podcaster but an influencer who um is absolutely amazing and i think keisha was following even before the podcast is mr erotic noir am i pronouncing it correctly yeah erotic because i usually call it erection So, Mr. Erotic Noir 
is a writer and artist from London who through their platform and brand explore black love, intimacy, women's sexual pleasure and erotica. They have um, an art, a, a page for art, they have a book club and they also have an erotic shop called Red Room Pleasure and he's been very supportive of us and he always um, messages us and stuff and his page has really good conversations about sexual pleasure especially women's sexual pleasure so go and check them out like his page support him um it's mr erection noir and erotic noir. <laughs> Erotic Noah. I did it. You did. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Erotic Noah. Crystal. Hashtag erotic. <laughs> black erotica. Hashtag black erotica. Oh dear. <laughs> Maybe we need to talk about Crystal's erection situation later. It's I not don't happening. know. Girl has had none of that. For almost a year now. So okay, that okay. is why. <laughs> One track mind. Okay, we move moving on. on. Um, would also like to check up uh, to shout out Gumbo Therapy to uh, American women who also discuss life, love, and everything in between. Follow them. Give them likes. And then another of uh, our favorite is Diasporadical. And they're three African millennial women who discuss their life experiences as experts in the UK. And my favorite episode of them of theirs is No Buts, Black Lives Matter. And then Last but not least, um, last week we spoke about um, fertility mm-hmm. and would like to shout out a charity called Altrui Egg Donation. And Altrui carefully match and support women who wish to donate eggs to those needing help to those needing help, sorry, and transform the lives of others. So if you're interested or if you want to check them out, they're called Altery Egg Donation on Instagram and you can get some more information from there. And that's it. So thank you to all um, people who support us, fellow podcasters and everyone else. Yeah. And I'd like to shout out to our guests who have joined us on this journey. We've had two guests on this podcast so far. We've had Rashida, who joined us on the Black Lives Matter podcast, as well as the um, infamous sex toys episode, because she's our um, um, educator for younger persons. I always forget that and then um also to jp who joined us on our black lives episode also um they, i mean these guys are the best they they gave their time to us and we yeah. really appreciate 
having them. So thank you, Rashida and JP. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. So, ladies, can you believe this is our 12th podcast episode already? Time does fly when you are having fun, doesn't it? Yep, time flies in lockdown. (laughs) (laughs) That is so true. You know, and as summer starts and lockdown eases off, we are going to take a few weeks off to recharge and rewind which means this is going to be our last podcast for the series. But don't worry, we will be back in September. A whole new list of interesting material to cover. And by the way, just let us know if there are any topics you want us to talk about by leaving us a comment on Instagram or Facebook using the hashtag at SingleTalks. Speaking of topics, today's topic, our last of the series, is a pretty good one. So let's get started. If you could travel back in time to your younger self um, and give that younger self advice, would you? There's been some research conducted by the Journal of Social Psychology that suggests mulling over this question is a very common human experience. So for today, we'll be talking about our lessons to our younger selves. So to kick things off, Keisha, let me ask you this. If you could travel back in time to either your teens your 20s or your early 30s to give your younger self some advice, what period would you go back to? So would you go back to your teens, your 20s or your early 30s to give yourself advice? And if so, what, why? Oh, you know what? This, this answer changes in my mind every time I ask myself it. So oh. let me... Um, well okay it's gonna have to be I was thinking it was gonna be my 20s but now I've changed it to my teens because I'm thinking my my teens were my most formative years I guess it's when I um cemented what my value system was Mm. um I didn't completely know who I was and I Mm. you know didn't completely understand myself however I made sure that I had good people around me and thinking about it they, they were my foundation years. And a lot of the people that I'm friends with today were from that time. Mm. So I would go back to late teens, early 20s um, and say, you know, what would I say to myself? Hold on to friends, be sensible, get your education, do, work hard, study hard. Hold yeah. on, hold on. Don't give it yet. We're coming all to right, that. All right. We're coming okay, to that. Okay. Uh, so. Crystal, let's go. Crystal, what about you? If you could travel back in time, what period would you go back to and why? Like Keisha keeps changing. <laughs> in my teens, I one of the things I would say is I cried a lot. Mm. But I feel like I had help navigating Mm. my teens so I think I would go back um to my 20s to my Mm. mid-20s because I think people almost feel that you have it figured out and I Mm. didn't so Mm. yeah interesting so for me I think it is a toss-up so I'm gonna cheat a little bit and not just pick one so I think for me it was my mid late to late teens and my very early 30s um so in my mid to late teens between a level college and the first few years in uni there was a lot of crap that I would take from people because I really wanted to be liked and I think 
looking back at that time, I realized that I was an extreme introvert and I also struggled with periods of low self-esteem. And some, having life advice at that time, I think would really have helped me. And then in my, in my 30s, I think I lost sight of my goals and I settled for a lot of mediocre stuff. Um, I had no boundaries and I needed to get some perspective back into my life. So it would probably be a toss between the two. So like you, I think I've kind of flip-flopped around a little bit. The thing is, we all learn valuable life lessons while growing up and as we journey through, through life. And some of these lessons are learned by going through difficult experiences, by making good or bad choices, and it's the consequence of those experiences that develop character and make us stronger. So that research, it went on to conclude that thinking about what advice you would give your younger self is a great way to help reflect on how we've grown and all the progress that we have made as we go through life. So that makes this episode kind of really worthwhile because we see how we've kind of improved ourselves. So let's start um, from the teenage years. Um, uh, high school or secondary school, as we used to call it in Niger, um, through to university. And that's when we experience pu puberty, high school drama, boys, you know, the first kiss, uh-oh, sneaking out to go to parties, getting caught, lying to your parents. I never that's, got caught. Okay. <laughs> you need, maybe there's a lesson there. <laughs> you know, the first breakup, you know, all that stuff. Crystal, uh, I'll start with you. When you think about that time, how were you as a teen? And what life advice would you give to your younger self about growing up? So I had a really difficult um, teenage um, period, teenagehood, mm. whatever you want to call it. And it was really sad. I, mm. As I said, I just remember crying a lot because mm. it was such a sad time for me. Um, so what would I say to myself? I would say life gets better. Mm. Don't give up. Just keep mm. doing what you're doing. Although you are made to feel like you're not doing it right, mm. you're all right. You mm. will be fine. So, yeah, I think I would say, if I could say to my teenage, if I could say anything to my teenage self, it would be, keep going, don't give mm. up, you're doing all right. Mm. Yeah, that's wow. That, that is so, that's so important, especially in that time when everything is always like a big deal, everything is like mm. a major, it's, everything is like a life-changing event, to get that kind of perspective is always great. Keisha, what about you? Any lessons you would, would, you would give to yourself at that time? I, I was a proper bookworm. And mm. so the lessons I would give myself were maybe engage more. But then again, I had a core group of friends. So mm. I really had a good time in my teens. Like, mm. I, I lived in, um, you know, almost like a gated community. We all knew each other. I had so much fun. I don't even know what lessons I could possibly give myself because I, I, I wasn't, um, I, I was a late bloomer and I still think that was a good thing for me. Um, so I don't know. I think, I think I, 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 I'm happy that I had the friends that I had. Um, and I'm happy that I, because of that, I didn't need to bow down to peer pressure in any way. 
So I, I don't have any lessons for them, only to be grateful and thankful that I had the people around me that I did um, and that I was able to um, form those bonds and um, keep on track on my education. Mm. It's, it sounds like for you, it's more like enjoy that time, you know, stay yes. in the moment and enjoy That's it because right. right. it goes downhill. <laughs> keep, keep having fun. That, honestly, keep, it didn't go downhill, but yeah, keep having fun. Keep, sure. having, keep fun. having fun. Having Sometimes fun. it's good to know that, you know, the enjoy that time. I mean, like I had a very sheltered uh, childhood. Um, my parents were super protective. My older siblings were in boarding school. I was, my, my brother and myself, we were not. Um, and, I, and I think it was, it, was, it was pretty good. I think when I started getting to the late teens is when it, I started struggling quite a bit because that's when my pers- the introvert nature of myself really came out. Mm-hmm. And I, if I were to go back, I would say to myself, like, know your worth, you know, walk away from anybody who shows through their actions that they don't value you or have your back. Um, even though I had some really good friends, I think girls at a young age can be the nastiest. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to stick to my friends. So I would take whatever rubbish they, they said to me or they, they, you know, they, they said about me. And I would almost contort myself just to stay in that clique. Um, so I would also say to myself, you know, when you do find those worthwhile friends, you know, invest time in keeping those friendships because they will, they will steer you well through life. I lost track with some of my friends that only rediscovered much, much later. And I really wish I had invested time to keep those friendships. I think they would have helped me um, through time. And I think one little piece of practical advice I would have given myself is don't stop learning French. Because I learned, I was studying French in high school and then I stopped because it got really hard. I wish I had stuck with it because it's so hard to do that now. Mm. Um, but, but that's our, that's the teen. So let's move on to the twenties. I think that's when it gets even more exciting. So that's the stage where we start working, um, start making money, spending money. We start relationships or situationships. Um, we make choices about our bodies. We start to travel and see the world outside, you know, our window. Keisha, let me start with you here. So thinking about all those experiences, Mm -hmm. what advice would you give yourself about career, money, mm-hmm. men, mm-hmm. let me know. I'd tell myself, start your financial journey quickly. I think I, I did start it in my 20s, but I could have started it earlier. So start your financial journey early. Um, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, try things out. This is a perfect time to do things and fail. In mm. fact, failure at this age is your best experience it's actually your best friend because Mm. this is when you're living in your parents house you don't have any bills you have a lot of support around you you can like go broke and go and beg one auntie or the other that you know like you know help me out you know and they'll still listen so Mm. hey this is this is the time to fail and this is also the time when i was most productive so what i would tell myself is do not lose that momentum keep Mm. that productivity um and also I, I I feel I could have grown I could have grown into maturity a little faster. Um, I think I was quite a naive 20-year-old because as I said, I was quite a late bloomer. So I, what I could have told myself is like, don't be scared, you know, um, branch out, explore new things, 
don't don't be don't be afraid be fearless you know mm. any opportunity you see take it with both hands go to places you've never been before you know um and and bear in mind that in my teens and in my 20s i lived in nigeria mm. so and things were very different there but you know the opportunity still existed so i think yeah that those would be my advice start your financial journey early um be afraid to, don't be afraid to fail and be fearless and you know try and learn more read more books that help you grow and become more mature mm. any advice when it came to dealing with guys or relationships um with relationships um i got i i started so late mm. and i think that worked in my favor because by then i didn't have any self esteem issues mm. i you know it was and 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 i did the right thing by dating someone who really likes me and which is um, and who i liked also so everything really went well the only advice i'd say is make sure you do exactly the same thing you know <laughs> because some people had really horrible experiences and mm. really, i don't have any um nice. yeah so crystal what about you any lessons um to your mid-20s self same thing or maybe even about self-love positivity relationships i have loads of lessons <laughs> by mid 20 yeah. because for me in my teens i kind of had guidance in mm. the sense but in my 20s i'd started um i was i wasn't at home i wasn't mm. with my biological parents and I was back in the UK. Mm. I didn't have that many friends. And so for me, it was a moment of reflection, mm. but I was reflecting back at the past and mm. crying over the past mm. rather than appreciating what I had that moment. Mm. So one of the things I would say to myself is, Crystal, Time is an illusion mm. in the moment. Right now, live right now. Be grateful for what you have. Don't look back. Don't look into the future. Just enjoy what you have. And the second lesson I'll give to myself is happiness is, a, is, is not a destination. Mm. Mm. It's a journey and you can be happy with the little things you have mm. right now, which is something I didn't know. I was just always sad and upset about the <laughs> smallest things when mm. I could have appreciated more. And then the third um, life lesson I would give myself is don't compare yourself to anyone else. Mm because everyone's journey is different. And I would say, put, on, put this on your wall and read it every single day. Comparison is a thief of joy. Mm. Don't compare yourself to anyone. Hmm. And hmm. I made so many bad right. um, relationship decision in my, decisions in my 20s. Mm. I think I was more sensible in my late teens, early 20s, but in my mid-20s, I had the worst relationships. Mm. And what I would say to myself is, 
love yourself more yeah. than anyone else. And also, you know that saying where they say, if someone shows you who they are, mm. believe them. I mm. tell myself that if someone shows you who they are, if they tell you they don't want a relationship, believe them. Don't mm. try to change them. Believe them. And yeah, that's it. Wow. There's a lot of like stuff that you said Damn. that honestly, I could still, I could tell myself today, forget about my, my younger self. Like it's still very relevant today. I love the one where you said time is an illusion. Like we feel like we've got all the time in the world or, you know, and just being in the moment. I, I absolutely love that. I mean, I resonate with that on so many levels, but to be honest, I felt like in my twenties, I had my stuff all kind of like together. It was like, yeah. I, I had a blast for that decade. I, I have to say all the stars were aligned as I like to call it. I really enjoyed my twenties. I was working, I was at home. So, um, there was very little like real responsibility that I had. And, you know, I wasn't accountable to anybody but myself. My parents were, I was living at home with my folks. I was, I'd moved back to Lagos and I was, I had a good job that paid really well. I had a car, you know, my parents were not like, you know, sanctioning me about, okay, what time did you come home? Or no, there was nothing like that. So if I had a, a, a mantra for myself at the time, I think it would be something like live your best life each day. I really wanted to take each day and just own it. Like make that day my bitch, you know, like it was really my thing. <laughs> um, and, and in fact, I had a lot of attitude at that time. It's like, you know, I'm like the ish. Um, and so if my older self had come back to see me and say, do this, 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 I'd be like, please, 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 let me hear a word. Go and sit down with your older self and let me enjoy my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, wow. I'm just reflecting on it. At the time, I was, I was very confident and very cocky. And you have to remember, you know, this is the time where you're working, you're making your mm-hmm. own money. You're not asking mommy and daddy for anything. And I had a really good job and I was, a, you know, I was making good money and I had a team of people that were reporting into me. Mm-hmm. So that kind of sort of, you know, got into my head. And I think I, I wasn't in a rush to settle down. So I wasn't looking for Mr. Right. Mm-hmm. I wasn't looking for a really, I wasn't looking to get married. Um, and it wasn't like conscious. It was just subconscious. I just wasn't. In fact, if anybody was serious, I would run far away from the guy, which mm. is so funny. Cause right now, like, it's like the complete opposite. <laughs> but back then it was like, no, I don't, I don't want that. Um, but if I were to kind of hold my 20 self down and say, no, you have to listen to this. I would, I would probably say something like, um, don't be in a rush to experience everything, you know, pace yourself, I would say. Um, and don't be too black and white, um, with life. You know, there are shades of gray in every situation. Nothing is ever one way or the other. Um, I would also say, you know, be forgiving of people. There were people that I, I dropped from my life because they just did one small thing. I'm like, I don't have time for you. Bye. Bye, Felicia. You know, things like that I would do. And, and I think the practical thing I would have told myself is start saving your money more consciously. So it's not as if I didn't Hell save, yeah. but I was very sporadic with my, you know, my saving. It's like, how many pairs of black shoes do you need? Mm. Out loud? Like, don't do that. 
Um, but overall, I, I really rocked my 20s, so maybe a bit too much, but I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, so <laughs> let's move on to our 30s, um, the time when actually is when we should have our ish together, but uh, very often we do not. Um, that's when we, we work more, we date, more relationships, more situationships. Um, some people get married, um, have babies or not, deal with uh, family, invest money. And that's actually when we start to make those really serious investment decisions. We travel. That's when we realize that, oh, we need to exercise because that tummy isn't going to flatten itself by itself. Um, and we basically just kind of keep on adulting. So, Crystal, when you think about that period in your life, what advice would you give yourself? Um, I remember when I turned 30, one of the best advice I got from my sister-in-law was um, when you turn 30, you become a goddess and things start to fall into place. Mm. And that's exactly what happened with me. So whenever it's anyone's 30th birthday and I'm signing a card, I always write that in there. I think I would just say to myself, don't stop learning. Don't stop questioning question everything mm. don't take anything as it is and of course keep learning because if you don't learn you you die mm. keep on learning keep on growing yeah exercise more take care of your health mm. i mean i think my exercise journey started uh in my 20s but I've had ups and downs where I'm really healthy and I'm really fit and then I'm not, but just be consistent. Um, what else? Yeah. And just, I mean, those lessons that I gave to my 20 something year old self are the lessons that I've learned in my 30s mm. so continue just being mindful being happy just life is amazing yeah <laughs> life is amazing I think yeah I don't know if I've answered that question but I think you have I, I mean I think I you know you said like I think mm. once you turn 13 life becomes amazing so mm. yeah mm. your journey is quite interesting I, I love how you said that when you turn 30 you become a goddess like yeah. wow you that's, figure that's it beautiful. out somehow. yeah that's beautiful. life is better yeah i think you know mm. it's different for everyone you know for me had a hard a difficult teenage mm. difficult a very tricky 20 so for me my 30s is when I arrived. You blossomed in your 30s. Hmm? You blossomed in your 30s. I blossomed in my 30s, yeah. 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 But it's different for everyone. So. But I do, I do like how you said, you know, when you, you come into your 30s, you become a goddess. Um, and I also know that, you know, for some, maybe there's a plus or minus five years on that, perhaps. 
for some people they become a goddess earlier some people it's a little bit later but i do think at some point in that period you you arrive at the party and you know that yes i have arrived but i know kisha you were like looking a little bit mm, so for, for me that? like my my the local period was my 20s and yeah. early 30s early 30s i was at my fittest i was running then i was taking up new challenges traveling more really interacting with people um i was you know i was thinking about finances making plans i mean what i the, the advice i'd give to myself is keep doing what you're doing enjoy your independence um because at 30, I was making my own decisions about my life, um, you know, and like anybody who wasn't agreeing, hey, sorry, you know. But um, what I would say to myself was that that was up to the early 30s, maybe. And then, so after that, it was, I don't know, I literally fell off a cliff. Mm. And I think it was more a case of, I decided that, okay, what else is there to do? Mm. And at which point I didn't have that same enthusiasm. So what I'd say to myself for 30 was keep the momentum, mm. keep doing what you were doing, keep being a thrill seeker. And mm. that's, that's what I would go back and tell myself. And mm. I tell myself that as a mantra, Hey, don't stop. Keep going. Don't stop. Keep going. Because, um, at 30 i think that's the time where you need to start thinking what do you want to be remembered for what what do you want people to you know write on your epitaph so to speak what what do you want to be known for at 30 yeah because like i genuinely think it's at 30 because that's for me that was between 20 and early 30s were my most productive years mm. for me mm. that's why i'm like surprised when you say um you know you're you blossomed at 30 i think i blossomed at 20 and carried mm. that over to my early 30s mm. and then but once i the got thing. there everyone's like, journey is yeah, so very different, different. Yeah. So, yeah so for me i'd be like tell yourself auntie don't stop all they're still they're still you still have a long way to go <laughs> you know speaking going. of the the don't stop is there something you would have you would have told yourself to do that in hindsight would be a symbol of you not you know of keeping that momentum maybe you'd have done i don't know crazy example gone bungee jumping every year or i don't know started a, a project or started a business something that you think would be you not giving up or not settling? I think I would have, I would have, I would have probably picked up a franchise or something or started mm. up a business. Mm. For sure, that's what I would have done because mm. I had the energy to do it and I did so much research. I mean, I had so much energy. I like, I have spreadsheets of research I've done, like, you know, conferences and workshops I've gone to, you know, things that I mm. really looked into with the aim of getting things done. And then, just literally, I, I don't know. I think I, I, I matured in my 30s and figured that, damn, I have too many bills to pay and all I need to do is just go to work and come home. <laughs> so, so maybe, in other words, um, still take some risks. Take some risks. That's you right. can still yeah. recover in your early 30s. Take some risks. You can still recover kind of thing. That's right. That, that's right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Nice. Keep on trucking. Keep on trucking. I like that. That's a, that's a mantra. Keep on trucking. <laughs> nice one. Okay. So Crystal, um, I wanted to ask you actually, when we think about women's bodies um, and how it changed in our thirties, uh, is there any kind of advice you would have given to your 30 year old self with that in mind? Yeah. Um, as soon as I hit 30, um, I would have said to myself, look into freezing your eggs, mm. look into your fertility, mm. check that everything's working. And to be honest, I didn't really think of that until we had our episode mm. in fertility. I never thought of it. Yeah. So I'll definitely, if there's anyone out there who wants children in the future, who has not found a partner, is within that age range, please go and look into freezing your eggs, check your fertility, look at the options that are out there for you. Mm. That, that's, that's so important. That's, yeah. That is so, so important. Um, Keisha, what about you? Any specific health lessons? I would say maintain your fitness. Because I was really, really fit in my 30s. Um, I used to run 10K literally every weekend, um, rock steady, you know, and I used to wake up early to go for runs. So I was extremely fit um, and, and I took it for granted and I wish I hadn't, you know, mm. because it's really difficult getting back onto that journey once you've, you know, let it go. So mm. yeah, that's the one health Thing I think I would I would keep because um I think long term it, it helps you out yeah yeah physically I, I as well so, as mentally mm, mm, I can so relate because similar to what you had said I think my my 30s were were really tough um I feel like the 20s I got everything together and as I as, as soon as I turned 30 it's as if you know I just as you said fell off a cliff um I was not really making smart choices personally at work I was doing well but personally I just wasn't making smart choices and when I think I thought I could I wouldn't make another smart uh, stupid choice I would make even a more stupid one like I don't know what happens like my brain switched off when I turned 30 and I'm sure if my 20 year old self saw my 30 year old self there would be like judgment and shame like what the hell happened to you woman like what went wrong <laughs> oh, wow. like it's it was so bad um but two two lessons I would actually give uh, myself at the time is, is, is first of all to choose people and experiences that will energize and positively impact you um, which also means that you have to con con consciously and actively remove people and things from your life that will drain or drag you down mm. and sometimes these things are cultural that's right you know they're that's cultural right. things or they're yeah and the second Basically one is real Free yourself Sorry. from friendships, free yourself from negative friendships, free your mind to accept positivity. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think the second one is, is, is a big realization um, that I would have told myself is that you're responsible for your happiness. You know, no one else's. It, it's, it's your yeah. choice. It was my choice to, to be happy or not and to take yeah. the steps to make myself happy. So, mm. uh, I, I could not, and I was not in control of another person's happiness. 
That is their responsibility and choice. So don't carry another person's monkey on your back. Um, and certainly not at the expense of your own, your own happiness. Uh, it, that's not to say that we shouldn't be considerate or care about others, but you know, it's, it's, it's about having healthy boundaries. And I think in my thirties, I was boundaryless. So I would have said to myself, wow. girl, go get some boundaries and put it in place. Um, yeah, I, I think I, thankfully I moved on from there. Um, and that is something I still tell myself today is, you know, healthy boundaries are there to help you be happy in your life. Yeah. A life that you are the only person responsible for. Nobody else is responsible for your life um, for you. So um, thinking about today, like come full circle now till today, are there any lessons like you would be telling yourself um, that you think other women would want it to hear? Um, Keisha, let's start with you. Oh, you know what? Oh my God, this episode has been so therapeutic for me because it's like I'm I'm walking through the timeline of my own life now, and I'm like thinking, Oh my God, okay, so I I know I fell off a cliff. What am I doing about it? I think I'm not even still doing anything about it. Whoa, I think my whoa. my uh, yeah because I thought yourself out. I know, right? So I think I'm going to tell myself now, like mm. and you guys are my witness, Keisha, tell yourself to get back on track right get back on the horse and ride 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 that thing ride that thing keep it trucking keep it trucking Mm. sort yourself out that's right right. (laughs) (laughs) really i I think yeah i need i need some changes need to be made so yeah Never, it's never. It's been a good episode, ladies. Thank you so much. Never, never too late to kind of turn that ship around, right? Never too late. Um. So, Crystal, what about you? I have never loved myself more, Mm. and I'm so I'm so happy and content in the place I am. And I would just say to myself, as I said before, keep on learning about life, keep on researching, and never give up on the positivity, the joy, the energy. Um, One thing I would like to say is, there is so much joy in being single. Yes, I would love to meet someone, but I don't care if I don't. (laughs) I am so happy. I am so content. And I wish that I had known what I know now in my 20s because Mm. the way I dated in my 20s was terrible. God. Oh no. You know those exes? Oh my god. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you actually gagged. That's so funny. <laughs> wow. Like oh. <laughs> I would never look at them twice now. Mm. So yeah, I'm just so happy. Like um Keisha said, like it's good to reflect and for me, I'm so emotional and I'm mm. grateful for all my experiences, the good and the bad, because mm. they brought me here. Yeah. And here, right now, this moment, 
amazing. So I'm oh, grateful. Wow. I'm grateful to God. Oh, wow. That is amazing. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that so much. I think, you know, what, because my 30s were so terrible. I mean, at the time, I kind of was like, okay, this is life. You know, you kind of get on with it. But as I look back on it, I'm like, I want to slap myself like four times. Just slap myself, give myself a dirty slap. Like, what is wrong with you? But I'm so grateful that I, I went through that because it, I really built some resilience, you know. And, and to what you said, you know, Crystal, is that, you know, being single, I'm so happy. I'm actually very fulfilled. I think it's even beyond the, the transient emotion of happiness. I'm fulfilled by myself. So if love comes, which I'm optimistic that it will, you know, I will make some guy a really good catch and he'd be damn lucky to have me in his life because I am, I am yep. loving myself yep. and loving every moment. Um, and, and so I think the biggest one I would say is just remember to fill yourself with things that give you energy and remove those things that don't. I can't even say it enough. Do not let the labels of religion, society, upbringing tie you down into something that is killing and strangling your joy. I love that. Mm. I love that, that Ruby. That is what I would say. Because until that's I liberated amazing. myself from those labels, you know, that's when I found like myself and I blossomed um, and, and I'm loving every moment um, and enjoying who I am right now, answerable to nobody but myself. Mm. So, yeah. Can namaste. I, that's great. Okay. That's great. Namaste. 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 Can I just say one more thing? Sure. And that is friends. Hmm. I can never say this enough like female friends are everything oh yeah i know some women say they prefer men male friends that mm. is not me i will never exchange my female friends for a male friend mm. ever but the things that i've been through that my friends have been through with me and helped me through i would not be who I am today if not for certain friends mm -hmm. some of them are listening so they know themselves and Aww. I just want to say I love you yeah oh we're having a moment <laughs> I love I sister circles the sister circles are so important finding your tribe yeah you know and I think that is one thing I missed in my 30s I kind of lost touch with a lot of friends that I've now brought back into my life and they just made such a difference so that sister circle is amazing. And cutting out those frenemies, those fakers mm. that pretend that they're your friends. They should, in fact, let me not even go there. We're in a good space right now. We're in a good space. <laughs> positive vibes, positive vibes. Um, so ladies, we are almost at the end of our episode and the series. Um, we normally have rapid fire questions mm -hmm. to round things mm -hmm. off. So here goes, uh, Keisha. What's been your favorite episode of our, of our podcast so far and why? My favorite episode was the two-part series on Black Lives Matter hmm. because going through the lockdown, when this happened, it opened so many wounds and hmm. being able to talk about it and address it and even um, describe and explain what we need 
from our white counterparts as allies, what our expectations are and how we think that they can help us um, navigate through the world that we're in today. I think that was very cathartic for me. So nice. that was my favorite episode. That was a good episode, I have to say. Yeah. It was very heated and emotional, but it was a yeah. good yeah. one. Yeah. Okay, Crystal, what about you? Favorite episode of the podcast and why? <coughs> I am torn between two. Okay. Um, I'm torn between date the one ab- we did about dating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the broken vagina. Okay, why? Tell us, tell us. Both, because we were so funny and carefree. Yeah. We laughed so much. Because we've we've had some giggly, non-serious episodes. And Mm. we've had serious ones. But for me, those ones were where we were just funny and carefree and giggly. So... (laughs) Yeah, nice. And sharing our experiences was interesting, I think. Yeah, yeah. It was fun to listen to your experiences. Oh, (laughs) I I have to say, mine, I'm almost, I'm pretty much with Keisha here. Like, I really love that dating episode, but it was just for one very simple reason. You know, when Keisha was talking about her spec with the broad shoulders, oh oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, baby, the broad shoulders. That just slayed me. So now every time I walk somewhere, I'm looking at a guy, I'm thinking, hmm, are these uh, Keisha's broad shoulders? Or... So, so you're thinking about it, right? Those broad like, shoulders are getting to you, right? Right? No, not for me, for you. I'm like, maybe Keisha needs some broad shoulders in her life. Like, that's going to be my project while we're on, on break. Well, you're I'll not thinking for... like how those broad shoulders think dependable, reliable, lovable. I no? Beg, I beg, I beg. No? Yeah, let you me don't get it. You still don't get it. I don't. I don't. But I love that episode. I laughed myself every time I'm laughing. Like, broad shoulders, where are you? Uh, Come be seen. Don't worry. Well, we, we need to. We all need to sit down with some, you know, some drinks, and I can explain it again because I don't think you're actually getting it. I don't get it. <laughs> so right. yeah, maybe we need a whole episode with you explaining yourself. No problem. No problem. Anytime. Anytime. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I can't believe that is it. We have come to the end of this episode and the series. But as I said, don't worry, guys. We will be back in September with more about life, love, and everything in between. Bye. 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 Thank you. We love you. You've been listening to the Talking Single Podcast. Want to continue the conversation? Then follow us on Instagram with the handle at Single Talks Podcast. Tag us on any post with the hashtag Single Talks. And trust us, we will look at every post you send. Then head over to our website, singletalkspodcast.com, where you can find all our podcast episodes. We are also downloadable on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and other podcast platforms. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also email us at singletalkspodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to have your comments, questions, or even future topics to cover. Till next time, take care.